What's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today on the show, my guest is Keith Beckles of Tap to Tag, a medical alert device designed to help first responders and paramedics gain instant access to critical medical information in an emergency. Now, you may be thinking that sounds a lot like the medical alert bracelet I already wear. The difference is that this one is entirely digital, and as such, it can hold more detailed information. I have to admit, Tap to Tag is a product that, at first glance, I didn't really understand. With a form factor of a plastic rubber bracelet, it doesn't look like fashion to me, but they have a compelling tech mission, and that is to change the way we think about how wearables can enable us to collect, store, and share data. The bracelet is embedded with an NFC chip, that's short for Near Field Communication, which allows the wearer to store and transmit their data. For those concerned over privacy, I can already understand where your head is going. You're probably thinking, why would I want to walk around with my medical data readily available? It seems like a recipe for disaster and theft. In our interview, Keith addresses privacy concerns, and while tap to tags first commercial products are focused on storing medical data, you'll soon learn in our chat they're open to other opportunities and use cases in events and entertainment, which I think is a really exciting direction for the company. Tap to Tag's founder, Chris Ford, appeared on Dragon's Den, the Canadian version of Shark Tank, but was denied funding from the Dragons because of concerns over adoption. In other words, the investors doubted the startup would be able to raise enough awareness among the general public, first responders, and the medical community for the product to be easily recognized and used in an emergency situation. Tap to Tag is an example, I think, of a startup that will have a lot of challenges, but I was really intrigued by the way Beckles talked about his vision for the future of wearables and the potentials for collective collaborative data. Here to talk it out with me is Keith Beckles of Tap to Tag. So Keith, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So for those who don't know, what is Tap to Tag and how does it sit at the intersection of fashion and technology? Well, Amanda, Tap to Tag is not just a product. Tap to Tag is a technology that allows you to do something useful with the information that people get from wearable technology. We're right at the crossroads because it's wearable tech that has a function as opposed to something that's just helping you count calories or count steps. Okay, so let's talk about the function. What does it do? Well, tap to tag allows you to access, you know, your securely stored cloud-based medical information and identification information with just a touch of a smartphone enabled with NFC. And right now you have a number of form factors. There is a wristband, a kind of like pendant that you wear, as well as a couple cards, as I understand it. Is that right? Absolutely. We have, you know, we have different form factors, as you call it. That's a really technical way of putting it. I like, I like that. Mm-hmm. We, have, we also have other products, you know, that allow you to locate people by GPS, you know, for your kids if they're out somewhere and you want to worry about them. We have all of these, all of these things are available and it all comes down to being able to tap the device and get that information. That's what the tap to tag is. So as you mentioned, it's not just about counting calories. It's actually something that you're positioning as a communication piece. And it's interesting to me because a lot of the products on the market right now, or sorry, a lot of the technologies that I'm seeing out there are having a problem productizing and having a problem wrapping what their technology does in a story. And so the story that you're taking is 
is a kind of medical narrative. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that approach and how you're using NFC technology to further that field. Well, we started out with the mission to improve upon the medical alert bracelet. You know, there's, with ours, there's no subscription and you can update the information on the fly and the user controls the information. So looking at that, we feel that, you know, this was something that would provide a service and a function. And as a wearable technology piece, it's not just sitting there for a niche market. And a lot more people could use it. And as we've evolved, we've come up with a lot more uses for, for this kind of technology. Now, we can, we can provide social information. We can provide business exchange information. And we can provide it in a lot of different form factors that are actually fashionable and useful. Okay, so it's near-field communication is the technology. And as I said, you're focusing on the medical community. But there are other opportunities for this type of wearable technology, perhaps in entertainment, you know, down the line. What are some other areas that you're looking at aside from storing and conveying medical information? We're looking at payment options. We have the option to exchange social information or business information. We've made an electronic business card that you know can be in any one of our devices. It can be in a pendant, it can be in cufflinks, watches, wristbands, where you just tap on the person's phone and you can exchange that information with them. So instead of carrying around a whole pile of business cards, you just put the correct information in your tap-to-tag device and you can transmit that you know, to your colleagues. Yeah, I think that the way that things are moving, NFC is going to become the kind of standard for transferring, you know, maybe first simple and then complex information. So instead of having a business card and, you know, even at a concert, I imagine a bracelet being able to store like any pre-purchases that I've made as well as my access, that sort of thing. So I do see lots of potential and implications for this space. So, Keith, going back to the medical side of this technology, I understand that your founder was on Dragon's Den. And for our American audience that doesn't understand what that is, that's like the Canadian version of Shark Tank. And the reason that the Dragons didn't end up investing was because they saw a huge challenge in terms of raising enough awareness so that first responders and members of the medical community would be able to identify these bracelets and know how to use them. So I'm just wondering how you're tackling this challenge. Well, Amanda, interestingly enough, our founder is in the UK, and he went on the British version of Dragon's Den, and they raised the points that you just alluded to. But that was about 18 months to two years ago that he actually went on the show, and it aired about a year ago. And so what's happened in the interim is that he took those words to heart, and he went about on a grassroots campaign to raise awareness. And we've taken our cues from them, and that's what we do. We speak to medical institutions. I've spoken at McMaster. I'm tied in with eHealth. We're looking at boots on the ground uh, to do this. We meet with first responders. We explain how our technology works, and we show them, you know, what the vans look like and what the cars look like and, you know, and what to do and what to look for. So, you know, while it's always a challenge to raise awareness, you know, we feel that that's something that can actually be done through social media and, as I said, boots on the ground. And as we get into more retail outlets, you know, people will see our product and understand what needs to be done. Yeah, and I've definitely seen some of that boots on the ground in action because you and I met at Startup Fashion Week where we were both speaking and you were explaining what the device is 
to an audience of potential consumers. And we should, you know, pause to note at this point that this isn't just a concept product. It is available on the market today. I guess my concern is, is that do you think that going the consumer route is the correct avenue? I wonder why you wouldn't try, and it sounds like you are going this route as well, talking to the medical community and trying to implement this on that level. And I know that's a huge project, you know, I'm just wondering why you wouldn't go that route. Well, we have gone that route and it's a two-pronged approach. I have, you know, we have a pure medical application for our technology. And as I said, we're working with medical institutions and and academic institutions that work in the medical field to provide product training and raise awareness and usage cases, as well as, you know, we have pilot program in place, but also with our Tap to Tag Connect initiative, you know, where we're using it for business and personal interaction and, you know, other tap things like tap payment, we're, we're putting that in the consumer market as well. As I stated at the beginning, it's not just the product. Tap to Tag is the technology behind all of our offerings. You'll always be able to get your medical ID and emergency information but we're also putting out there a lot more uses for the technology. Yeah, and as soon as you start talking about medical information, people get really concerned about privacy. So I'm wondering, what are the privacy concerns in uploading my medical information to a wearable, essentially? And how are you making sure that your user's data is secure? Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, my background is in information technology and information security. I build... You know, before I got into the tap-to-tag thing, I built cloud-based systems for government and the financial industry. So security is at the top of mind in anything I do. You know, Health Canada and worldwide governments are having a mandate for patients to have access to their own health records. So we facilitate this. We keep all of our stuff in bank-level security. I won't go into the technical details because it'll bore you. Even though we're a tech audience, it's still very boring. But make sure that, you know, there's checks and balances in place. And the information is not readily available to nefarious wrongdoers. And anytime your device is tapped in a medical situation, your next of kin or your caregiver is immediately notified. They get a text or an email saying that, you know, something's going on and this is what's happened and here's where it's going on. Mm -hmm. So we, you know, we're very security conscious with our technology and I don't think if you look look at it very closely, you'll see that there's any loopholes that we've left unopened. Opened? That's certainly good to know. I'm sure that people will feel more confident wearing it knowing that. My next question is kind of about competition. What's stopping someone like Fitbit from eating your lunch? We know that the wrist-worn devices space is very busy. How are you differentiating yourself to protect yourself and prevent copycats? Well, our our process is patented. First of all, there's no way for anyone to replicate exactly what we're doing. And the other part of it, we're pretty far down the road with this technology. I think we've got a huge technological leap on the competition. Beyond that, we're, we're open to working with these companies. We can make our information accessible to them and vice versa. And we have devices that are compatible with their devices, which whereby you can you know, you can pool your information, you can access the different parts of uh, your profile or whatever. So we don't see them as enemies or competition. You know, these are people in our own wearable technology field. And I'd like to say a rising tide lifts all the boats, you know, and if one of us does well, I think we can all do well. Yeah, very interesting. So what about tap to take is patented? Because certainly the NFC isn't patented, but as I understand it, it's the way that it fits into the device. 
Yeah, and it's very difficult to get NFC and near-field communication and RFID to work in a jewelry environment where there's metal surrounding it and encasing it, and we have a patent for that process. Very interesting. So as I understand it, you know, obviously this is a fashion tech podcast. As I understand it, this is where you're moving. Your next product or your next iteration is more focused on fashion. Can you describe that for listeners? Well, you know, we, we've taken the hard what we heard, like in places like where we met at Startup Fashion Week and things like that. You know, while, and while we have really functional products, we weren't looking to make it fashionable in our first iteration. We were looking to make it durable, waterproof, heatproof, shockproof, so that in a medical situation, you know, you can rely upon it. But as we've seen, you know, the potential of our products, we've taken a cue from the industry and we were looking at more fashionable wearables. We have wristbands that are more like jewelry. We have pendants with, that are GPS enabled that look like an actual jewel pendant. You know, we have accessories that fit on your watch band that allow you to payment and tap to tag. And we have actual tap to tag devices that don't look so much like a medical person. You know, we listen to our audience. And when we get a, a great reception like we have had with the fashion industry, you know, I think it behooves us to listen to what they're saying and try to bring products that consumers would be interested in. Yeah, and I think it's a challenge, too, because the other challenge that we were talking about is this idea of brand recognition and being, you know, unique enough that people can spot your logo or your design and know from a safety standpoint that they need to scan that, but also having enough product offering and versatility that you can please your audience. So it's a tough spot to be in. There's a lot of challenges there. We welcome that challenge, you know, and we've been, like I said, we've been building this brand from the ground up through grassroots marketing efforts, through social media, through speaking to great people such as yourself. And we feel that once we get to a critical point, you know, it'll, the momentum will take care of itself. Yeah, well, here's certainly hoping. How did you get into this, Keith? You said your background is in information security? Yeah, information technology and information security. I was building a cloud-based environment for an educational institution that works with eHealth here in Ontario. And I wanted people to be able to have access to their medical records. And the project wanted physicians and first responders to be able to have access to the same information, but they needed it to be what we consider clean data verified data. And I came up with a concept, but I needed some sort of trigger for the, you know, for the end user to access their information. And I looked online and I was looking around and I came upon tap to tag and I spoke to the founder of the company and he was looking for what I was doing and I was looking for what he had. So, you know, we, we pulled our resources and we worked together ever since. And, you know, we're bringing this technology you know, to the world right now. Yeah, a match made in heaven. And certainly I think part of that whole movement for people to take more ownership and control of their health data and, you know, use it to their advantage. Yeah, it's something that, you know, as we move farther along, you know, through the century, you'll see that people need to keep ownership of their own records, not just medical, but all kinds of records. And if we can give, you know, play a part in giving them access to that, we'll be pleased. And it's, you know, we're, we're providing a service, you know, wearable technology up until now has been very individualistic and not collaborative at all. And we'd like to have our product out there at the forefront, giving people access to their own stuff, but letting them interact with others as well. Yeah, I think it's a great mission. So what's next for the company? Next is we have some offerings for places like resorts and like concerts, as you were speaking to. 
will have tap to tag wristbands that will allow people to have, you know, do payment, like tap payment, like buy your coffee, make small purchases. And we've got the technology to a point now where we can also interact with other people's devices and other people's apps to exchange information. So we'll be providing more of a social bent to our product in the coming months. We kind of call that initiative tap to tag connect Very cool. And so how can people connect with tap to tag and stay in touch and follow what you're doing? Well, they can follow us online. They can follow us at, at tap to tag Canada or any of our tap to tag Twitter accounts. We're on Facebook. Sooner rather than later, we'll be large retail outlets near you. Great. And we'll put the link up on Electric Runway so people can take a look at some of the products themselves. Maybe if you could just mention where people can buy them online right now. Online, they can buy them at www.tap2tag.ca or taptotagusa.com. You can go directly to those sites and purchase our products. All of them are there. Very good. Well, thanks so much for your time, Keith, and good luck with this initiative. Thank you, Amanda. It was amazing being on your show, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Okay, talk soon. Bye-bye. That was my conversation with Keith Beckles of Tap to Tag. For images of both versions of the wearable, new and old, I invite you to visit electricrunway.com. We've put up some pictures. For all past and future episodes of the Electric Runway podcast, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. For daily fashion tech freshness, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at electric underscore runway. If you haven't already checked it out, I'm doing a weekly YouTube video called Fashion Tech Fridays, sharing top industry stories in next-gen retail, wearables, connected clothing, smart jewelry, virtual and augmented reality, you name it. As long as it relates to fashion and technology, we're there. The video is released every Friday. You can check it out on YouTube by searching Electric Runway. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, here's looking towards the future. Music from today's episode by Andrew Applepie.